<laughs> you have a shake? Yes. I don't know how to follow that, Very but uh, yeah. <laughs> welcome in to awesome. the Spocast episode 11. I like the yeah. tea gimmick. I like that. I thought you would like that. Yeah, that's what that. we decided to name it. The tea gimmick, brother. Would there be like a some kind of an orange juice smoothie something that could be the like the backseat driver, kind of like a screwdriver? Oh, that's not a bad idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what I was thinking was... Um, Right now, the uh, shake, uh, I think I can show pictures of it. Let's show a picture of the shake, brother. People need to see the shake. So this shake here on the right is a mint chocolate chip with chocolate protein. Um, and the protein's all natural. It's good protein. And then on the left is the uh, mixed berry acai tea, which that thing had me jumping off the walls the other day. It was so delicious. So you just head on down to Burlington Nutrition. There's their hours right here in Burlington, New Jersey. And uh, order yourself a backseat body combo. So thanks. Stuff looks good. I don't know if I can maybe DoorDash that up to uh, upstate New York, but <laughs> no, it's delicious. <laughs> that's looks good. Sure. That's so cool, man. And if I may, that's such awesome thinking outside the box. Like you guys attaching yourself or hooking up with a nutrition company and coming out with a drink. It's just little things like that that I always tell the guys and tell the boys, like, don't be afraid to take chances. The more chances you take, the more you can grow your brand. Or, I mean, if they're selling that that drink and anybody drinks it could look like you three guys with that and a lot of work, I would sign up for that in a heartbeat. But I just love the ingenuity, the entrepreneurship. I just love it. Um, it's so creative and thinking outside the box. More guys should do that. They really should. Hell yeah. The SAT are in the house. Look, what's up, Donnie B? Much love, brother. Thank you for all you did hey. for us back in the days. We need more people like you in this game, sir. You know See what, that, man? Brother? Like all jokes aside, they were so much fun. Those matches we had with the SAT and Red, the six mans we did, it was a perfect combination too. The three of them and the three of us and the dynamic physically of me and Red doing stuff together. It was, it was, I loved it, man. They were some of my favorite things that we ever did was against them. I don't think I ever told them that, but, uh, Good brothers. I'm glad they came to the show last December. Uh, it was good to see them, man. It's good full circle. Yep, and they got their event coming up. They got their event, awesome. Wrestling Is Now Win, coming up. It's going to be good stuff, man. Oh, they got right. a great building. Yeah, man. Queensboro Elks Lodge. It's good stuff. You'd love it. That's what I'm saying, man. It's good to see for all the bums out there and all the, the trash and garbage that is out there, to see one or two guys actually doing some cool stuff. You, them, uh, there's a few other guys. It, it actually keeps it going. So that's what I dig. Yeah, it's awesome cool. to see them still out there doing stuff. I mean, I just think back to those days sitting in the crowd watching countless, I mean, classic yeah. tag matches. And I mean, such a big part of kind of that whole evolution of that style. Um, so shout out to mm -hmm. them for sure. Absolutely. Episode 11, Future Endeavors. Uh, Johnny Cashmere, Big 80s Donnie B, Rob Sanderson here on a Monday night. Uh, we talked last Monday, as we usually do on Mondays, and I feel like that was a year ago in terms of wrestling news <laughs> and stuff going on. Uh, I don't even know where you want to begin, but there's a plethora of topics that we could talk about in the wrestling world. That's for sure. I mean, I don't think we have to touch it. Obviously, the Vince McMahon stuff, that's a big deal. Now it's coming out that CM Punk may have hurt himself and might be out. So 
there's a lot going on. And I think a lot of people are like really paying attention to social media to get the news. Like I, it's Donnie, remember we used to get our news from, you know, the, the magazines or from certain media sites like Mike Johnson or something. Um, I haven't been on a wrestling media Brother, site in years. No, everything's different. From, uh, plain and simple. The after mags. I'm, I'm legitimately a child of the after mags. We would go down to the drugstore. Uh, that's what they call it. Not to buy drugs, but they call it like a CVS or drugstore. <laughs> hey, got any pills, brother? But uh, yeah, bro. Um, yeah. <laughs> but that's what we used to do. We used to get our afters, and that's how we used to got our news. But uh, and then the sheets came out. I know Nova was a subscriber to the Torch. Uh, Me too. Deny that. He'll say my name was on it. But uh, the Observer, the Torch. Uh, it was great, man. That's how you got your news back then. And if you were caught dead in the locker room with a sheet, oh my God, you'd be strung up. You'd cut your yeah, name now... off of it on the back so nobody knew who it belonged to. Yeah, right. It's true. Story. Now, yeah. now you just go on Instagram and everyone you, you see the yeah. news immediately. So you that's see sometimes cool. when you don't want to see it too, in terms of spoilers yeah. and things like that, which is a little unfortunate. But yeah, I mean, for for my slightly younger generation, like I just remember constantly like going into the library at school to check rajawwf.com and read the spoilers and that <laughs> stuff back then. So, mm-hmm. but it's it's all it's all changed. Mean yeah. Jeans Hotline was a big one, too. A buddy of mine, I'm not giving away secrets here, but uh, my buddy had cracked. There was a, a secret number or something. He could dial and get in like a backdoor number for WCW because one of, the, one of the boys worked there and he gave it to us. So we'd go down to the payphone like once or twice a week at near Grand Union on Route 37 in Tom's River, New Jersey, and we'd call Mean Jeans Hotline and listen to the scoops. <laughs> yep, Man. Nova did that. Yeah, bro. He used to, no matter what, he would get me wanting to call. That was his he, goal. 1-900-909-9900. And it worked, man. The things he said, you know, you I would get excited. Imagine how much money he made on that, bro. Can you imagine? Oh, which which Christ, wrestler dude. from which wrestler from the other company was seen yeah. backstage here? It's like, what? I need to know this. You have to know it, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Remember payphones? Wow. Week. Oh yeah, bro. Payphones. <laughs> yeah, that's back when Superman was a thing. Now Superman just doesn't he can't change into his outfit anywhere. So <laughs> he's screwed. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um obviously the Rumble was was Saturday. Um I thought it was overall a pretty good show. The uh the women's rumble being kind of the highlight of the show. But it was interesting to see that they didn't really uh go to the well in terms of uh bringing out like any legends for either rumble. They I guess that's a good sign for wrestling right now that you can easily fill those rumbles with people that are currently active um and i didn't see anybody complaining about it like i still would have liked to have seen like a really random name pop up but it was it was still solid as is what would your guys if you had to pick what's the most random royal rumble entrant of all time i already know who i'm gonna pick i'm gonna pick doug gilbert he was in it yeah he was in a rumble yeah Oh, I don't remember. He was. Um, I can say like the one that it wasn't really random per se because the former world champion, but I really liked when not Kevin Nash, but Diesel came out that one year. That was fun Um, (laughs) because you hadn't heard that theme song in quite a while. Diesel spot in Battle Royals. I don't even know, man. I'd have to go back and look at all the lineups, but uh, I think Nova was in one. I think Simon Dean was in a rumble, I think. He wanted I'm sure he was. He he wanted he was because I remember he pitched to Vince or somebody that he was gonna do squat thrusts outside the ring for an hour straight. 
they were going to call oh, his number like wow. seven or eight or whatever, and he was just going to keep squat on the outside the entire time and then roll That's in smart. and get thrown right out. And then I don't know, somebody oh, wow. kiboshed it. was like, no, he can't do that or whatever. So he went in and out quick. But I thought that would have been pretty cool. if he. No, it was a step test. It was the Bob Backlund step test he was going to do up and down the stairs for like an hour straight and then be blown up and then get thrown over the top, which would have been yep. awesome. I remember that, the Bob Backlund stress yep. test. Gosh. Yeah. I yeah. wonder if they ever did that at the same time as Iron Sheik with the clubs. That'd be neat to see happening at the same time. Dude, the Sheik, I tried the Sheik club with his little, I made the Sheik's clubs once because he didn't have them. It was two five pound, two 10 pound weights, a bunch of duct tape, and two ends of a pool stick. I had to make them at Yardville, New Jersey for the Sheik because he didn't have any. Jeez. I love that. The that's when you need to have a show in the uh, Home Depot parking lot, like you said last week. But, um, you got to book it. Guys, I got a surprise, by the way. Uh, it is 7.40, so in about 20 minutes, right at about 8 o'clock, we have a surprise guest. Um, I'm not going to tell you who it is. It's a surprise, but I will say this. It's all former right. WWE. That's all I'll give away. Former WWE. Okay. Continue, right. Robert. I'm assuming it's not the Quebecers, but I'll move on. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, wow. That's a, that's a tease. Uh, that'll be fun. Yeah. So uh, why don't we jump right into a 15 minutes of fame a little early on uh, tonight's show. Going to switch things up a little bit. Yes, sir. Donnie. What you got for us tonight, right. Donnie? For, for my 15 minutes of fame, it's listen, I, the Vince stuff is definitely dicey. There's a lot of different avenues and aspects to it. And, you know, innocent until proven guilty and lawsuits. And yes, I did read all 67 pages of it. I did. I, I've read many lawsuits in my life. But uh I just want to talk for a second to everybody out there who might listen to this and, 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 and really listen to what I'm saying. I heard that the other day Triple H got a lot of flack for the way he handled himself in the press conference after the Royal Rumble. He was getting a lot of static from Meltzer and other people saying he didn't answer the question. He ducked it. He dodged it. What I want these people to realize is the guy sitting up there, Paul Levesque, the executive, the creative force from WWE, first and foremost, is a father. And he's a father of three young daughters whose grandfather is the central focus focal point of this entire disaster. So I don't know if these people thought that this guy was actually going to sit up there and bury or degrade or comment or put negativity towards their grandfather in a manner that would be out there forever. So his children would probably be watching that press conference and have to listen to their dad say negative stuff about their grandfather because no matter what we say and how heinous vince's actions were if if they're true i i, I we have to say that uh what's been reported or you know unsubstantiated at this oh, point but if that. they are true if they are true it's heinous and it's terrible there's no coming back from it but what i'm saying is we have to realize that we were expecting triple h to go up there and denigrate or bury his father-in-law the grandfather of his daughters in a manner that for all eternity, his kids could click this press conference on and listen to their dad bury their grandfather. And I can't believe anybody actually thinks that he would have done that. And like Melcher and everybody else taking him to task. These people live in a fantasy world. I would never do that. No matter what, no matter what it was, I would just, I'm sure at some point in the Levesque household and the McMahon, Shane McMahon's household, they had to sit their children down, whether it was a year ago, two years ago, whatever, and say, guys, this is what's coming. This is what Pop Pop's been accused of. How, however they worded it, I have no idea. But they had, imagine having to have that conversation to walk into your house and say, 
hey kids come on downstairs for a minute and then you and your wife sitting there having to discuss this to in all likelihood a man that they love more than anything it's their grandfather these kids have known since the day they were born so mm. that, that was my whole thought process this week of course i feel terrible for the victim and the victims and everybody else involved and you know if true there is no coming back from it but i would just let everybody pause for a minute when you when you're talking about how somebody else should handle something try to think of all the aspects that it encompasses before you start shooting off like melter did yeah i i think that's good to say donna because there's a, there has to be a humanness to wrestling you know there has to be a humanness mm -hmm. it's not all just about outdoing each other and outshining each other you have to have a brotherhood and a friendship and at the end of the day you have to actually like each other you know god forbid and you know you got to be a stand-up guy like like you said first things first family's got to come first and and that's all there is to it you know i learned from a a priest once taught me he said john if you have to do it in secret you already know you shouldn't be doing it you know but the problem i think with some people that get so big is that everything they can do is a secret. They have the most privacy yeah. in the world when they want it. You know, these people have bodyguards and stuff. So how easy is it to stray a little bit off of the course? And before you know it, you're out wandering in the wilderness uh, morally. It's a small, yeah. it's a slow degrade. I don't think anyone woke up one day and said, I'm going to turn evil. No. If yeah. You I mean, I was just going to say, like, I, I agree with, everything you were saying there donnie i think like my perspective is a little bit like i i do think that there's also there's a much better way that triple h could have handled it and still had the same result like in those type of situations first of all there is a conversation that could be had about why are we doing post pay-per-view press conferences in the first place uh for a for sports entertainment um you knew those questions were coming um, to the point where I figured that Paul Levesque all day was thinking about what he was going to say in that press conference instead of the actual rumble, because it's always that kind of timing that happens. Um, but, you know, I've been on the other side of that, like, you know, media that has to pressure an NHL general manager for information on stuff or whatever. And it's, it's some of those people in that room, media wise, were doing their legitimate jobs. Some of those people don't need to have credentials to anything, um, to be honest. But like just the the way in which it was done, I think there's a way that you can you can not say anything. You can you can really no comment it without having to go the route of like, I just want this to be positive or whatever. Like just like literally, you could just say it's like a legal matter. I can't comment on it, and you're done. And that's obviously the media is going to continue to pressure. You're going to expect that, but going about it in that way, I, I just think would be a little bit better. And I think the the issue that I had was him claiming that he had not read the 67 page uh, lawsuit document, whatever you want to call it. Um, that's, I mean, I also read the whole thing too. And I feel like he, the, in that situation, the last thing I'll say on that is if he did read it, he could just say, yes, he doesn't have to go into it or whatever. Um, Cause it, I think that's what most people think is the case. And then, He's lying if that's the case and he said he hadn't or if he really hasn't read it then he's not doing his job as an executive of a major publicly traded corporation um it is tough because the family's involved in all of that absolutely 100 um 
so I just think there's ways that little little things like that are not going to change, you know, what the granddaughters have to hear and everything else. Um, and it would be nice if there was a way to protect them from ever having to read that stuff too. Well, is is this a not. never? No, is there is this a black eye on the wrestling business from the average um, television viewer? I don't. I, honestly, at this point, I don't think anybody like it. It's weird to say I mean, they this, already signed like, their deal, so it's not like they're going to lose their deal now or anything, right? Yeah, and so, I mean, reading the thing, like there, there's so much that's shocking in there, but it's not shocking too. I mean, that's that's the type of thing is I that I mean, say, yeah. If you expected anybody to maybe be involved with these alleged things and stuff, and what's come out over the years, and what he's written and participated in on television and stuff, it just makes a lot of that stuff seem more and more real by the by the year. Like going back and looking at that Attitude Era stuff, and even. A bunch of things since so mm -hmm. i mean the whole the whole situation is unfortunate and i just uh i think that you know obviously vince is already gone um we'll see what else happens with him and stuff but there's some other people in that company that need to be looked at uh in that situation yeah, because he's not the only has... one that knew about it or participated yep, i was gonna say i don't think the other shoe has dropped yet and i think the fact that it is vince makes it a little more palatable to the public as far as a black guy on the wrestling business people just go oh crap yeah that's vince like vince vince is the greatest gimmick insane gimmick all that of all time dude for god's sakes the man everything that was pretty much alleged with sex trafficking and all this stuff if you look at the promos and stuff from the attitude area and that my friend sent me one today it was stephanie cutting uh going over a promo talking about how her dad set her up to go out on business dinners and she knew what 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 was expected of her to sign clients it's a it's a promo he did with her it was insane i'm just thinking to myself with the kiss my ass club and all this other weird shit it was all right in front of us that's why the shit was so real and riveting on tv because maybe it was real <laughs> maybe you don't know yeah. he was take the stuff from his real life wow and put it on tv dude Mr. McMahon might be the greatest heel in history, and more and more we keep finding out that it, it wasn't as much of an act, maybe. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. I, just I, I deep also down love that. Yeah, man. That comment from uh, from Dan that just popped up on the screen about the texting that made me cringe so much. Reading the way that Vince McMahon at nearly eighty years old texts, and I just couldn't I couldn't deal with that. I don't want to see another one of his text well, messages ever no man and that's even more like to do all this is one thing but to have it recorded in text and everything else and he was going to pay this woman and then he stopped paying her all this insanity like you think that's a big guy, part of it too it, if you got if yeah, you have billions and you agree to pay three million or whatever and then you just like nah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna follow through on that what do you think is gonna happen well, like here's the that's the thing i'll say that's a, yeah, one of his many huge mistakes in all of this well, think about this. This is what, 2000, it was 2020 or 2021, this all started 2019 right? to 2021 was most of it, I think, yeah. Okay. What about from 1985 to 2019? You know what I mean? Like, if oh, there's yeah. just Janelle Grant has come out and surfaced, there's no way in the world there aren't more stories or allegations. If somebody was brazen enough to act in this manner and this forward with all the stuff that he supposedly did... There's zero chance that's the first time. It's like saying most bank robbers don't get caught the first time. They get caught like the right. seventh or eighth because they get so brazen and cocky. They keep doing it to right. get caught. But yeah, man, I, that's what I was thinking about the other day. I was like, Jesus, if this one lady, if this is her story, 
what else is there? Yeah. Right. You know what it reminds me of? Her. You know what she did reminds me of? If you are someone who tries to buy drugs from a drug dealer and he rips you off, so you go to the cops. And you say, I've hey. i actually people do that. <laughs> yeah, hey, that this guy didn't sell me the drugs I got. The cops can be like, what? Like, that's what this lady did. Like, I blackmailed him. Thing- he stopped paying. Yeah, I just, uh, having dealt with victims and victimization and, and stuff like that over the years myself uh, in law enforcement, I can tell you, I was reading that and I'm thinking to myself, wow, I think this lady kind of, I mean, the argument is like she knew what she was doing. So now, I don't know, man. You get this, you get down that hole and you just think there's no out and there's no nothing else you can do. And you get sucked into this like uh, vortex of just this is your life. And you just, and you're numb to it. You just keep waking up every day. This young girl's parents had passed away and she was looking for, you know, a nice older guy gave her a job and she thought he was cool and the answer to his prayers. And then little by little, the dominoes start to fall. And before she know it, she's in this world of debauchery and like, uh, a Darren Aronofsky movie. I mean, it's just crazy, dude, what I was seeing and reading. Well, you know, whenever there's a power differential, you shouldn't have personal relationships uh, in of any kind, really, because it it's predicated on what? Predicated on ass kissery in a sense, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible, man. I just hope they can move on. I think they, I actually think they will move on. Right? I hate to say it. I, I don't want to say quickly, but I kind of think with the momentum going into WrestleMania and Vince is gone, gone. Like, I don't, what else is there to do other than weed out the other bad weeds? If there are any, maybe those weeds will be forced to kind of exit on their own or be told they're going to be shown the door. Cause like I've said, everything we're hearing and seeing now has been known for years. When you generate the, the 67 pages that we read, were not generated 48 hours before they were posted on the internet. They were generated years ago. So they knew this. So Donnie, we can go back over the past few years and watch all the different moves they all made and now start thinking, Oh, I see why yep. now kind of, you isn't that funny how the past, the, the past takes on a whole different color when yep. you look back on it and know different things that you didn't know then. When Stephanie left the first time and then they brought her back and then she left again. Just think of her now, Shane, man. Like, Oh, Hmm. And now yep. we've got no McMahons in the WWE for the first time ever. Just think about yep. that, bro. I don't. I mean, know, unless Triple H Vince counts, worth? but yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, no. Let's Vince see what happens. It's going to be interesting. No. Yeah. Yeah. And he lost. No, the I mean, I, I think lost. back. You know, when you're talking about the power dynamic and stuff, like some of those quotes and stuff that were in there about, like, his like lawyers and people that can take care of things and stuff. Like, yes. There's some. There is something to be said for the the power that billionaires can hold over people. Um, Plus I, he's yeah. not just billionaire, Rob, he's larger than life because he was a celebrity and all that yeah. stuff too. Mm-hmm. Double yeah. whammy. Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt you. No, I mean, I, that's really, uh, that's really the case. I mean, I, I've been close to some experiences down a much smaller level like that. And I just think that it's a, it's a tough situation that like once she was in it, she didn't think there was a, a safe way out. That was really, um it's it's just a really tough situation so it's terrible everything that happens but uh it coming out now is a good thing for more stuff to be done for the future to prevent these things and to i mean kind of uh, 
I don't know, figure out what else, who else was involved in all that kind of stuff too. But I, th I think that what you're saying, they're kind of going into mania, like everybody's excited about the rumble and all that stuff. And, uh, WrestleMania is starting to take shape. And now like that roster can, for the most part, breathe, breathe a sigh of relief. Like, cause yeah. they kind of felt, you kind of heard about that the first time Vince was gone and then he was right back. And now like knowing that he's gone, mostly or all the way whatever if you want to believe the things about like bruce pritchard still giving his input and all that kind of stuff but um hey. yeah it, it really feels like it's a in a lot of ways like a new era um and not in a bad way no you know what's funny man like i was my, my buddy said this to me the other day and he was right remember a couple what was it two or three wrestlemanias ago where steve austin and kevin owens what was that two years ago how long ago was that i want to say that was uh yeah, what would be two years ago this okay. April, I think. Yeah. Remember at the end, Austin came back out and stunned McMahon and all that shit. All Vince had to do was let that be the last time we ever saw him getting stunned by Steve Austin. Even if yep. the next night he came out and said his farewell forever. If I'm not saying this is right by any by any means, but if, if he paid that woman her three million dollars and it was horrible what happened to her. And that was never brought up again. And Vince left two years ago after getting stunned by Austin. When he eventually would pass away, it would have been like Elvis's funeral. Now yeah. it's going to be like church mice. No one's going to. I'm telling you, dude, this guy, for as rich as he is, he might be the poorest person in the world right now. He has yeah. no wife, no significant other that I know of, no children that come around and talk to him anymore. I'm sure his grandkids are going to not hang out i don't know i don't know what the dynamic is but he lost, yeah. lost everything man i don't know at the end of the day i don't it was, that's definitely yeah. not worth it but uh no and definitely i mean thinking about like that, that that stunner that i mean absolutely terrible but hilariously terrible stunner yeah. uh years after he should have ever taken the last one but uh, i agree with that because you think back like his really awkward uh little speech when he came out that one night to open up smackdown yeah and like welcomed people and then left and then stephanie had that unnecessary like that time she came out and like started thank like a you, thank vince. you vince chant and stuff like we didn't Which need that in that ridiculous. time with that stuff going on like that was not a good look but um yeah, yeah, i don't know i mean maybe this opens the door for her to come back in um i do think she can be you know a valuable asset to that company but I mean, now with with TKO and everything, in, I mean, maybe this is really where everything changes, and I was they can say, yeah. start fresh and under their umbrella, they and they, yep, because none of these TKO people are responsible for any of this stuff. I mean, this no, is something they just spent all this yeah. money on, and now it's like, oh my god, what are we, what did we get ourselves into? And Stephanie was great, and she was beloved, and she would probably do great, but I just wonder if somebody in TKO or the higher ups gathered, huddle up, and go. Yeah, I think it's best that we don't have any McMahon associated with us for the time being. That I, I, I kind of think that's the way they're going to go. I do. I think there's going to be one. I don't want to name names, but I think there's one or two other people I think could be out. And then uh, I'm not sure if Steph's coming back. I'm really not. Yeah. She might not want to at this point. She's been a Wouldn't mom. Wouldn't be surprised. She, home. she did it all. She, yeah, why? No. What? No. They have people right. every single day for the rest of your life ask you about Vince? That's all right. they would ever do, no matter what meeting she ever ever went to. No, I don't give a shit if it was 10 years from now and Vince is dead. They would say, yeah. hey, Stephanie, what would you know about Vince? What do you think? Did you talk to your kids? That's all she would ever get questions-wise for the rest of her life yeah. in public eye. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's one of those things. Does it erase 
the genius of what he did? No. I mean, my God. No. You know, like, think of how much has been built on top of what he did. Right? No, this whole I generation. I mean... Is, I mean if it wasn't, what yeah. would have happened in the nineties if Vince didn't become the major heel and Austin didn't, um, break out, it may have just fizzled or just been like, not a big deal. We may have never had big ratings. Might've went the way of roller derby or ringling brothers and Barnum Bailey circus could have disappeared. Mm-hmm. I've often Harlem said, I not, there was a few years ago. I said to myself, I will not be surprised if the WWE goes the way of ringling brothers and just mm-hmm. simply fades away and goes from like 50 live events or whatever and down to 20 down to 10 and then maybe whatever and just disappears i really thought it was heading that way now with tko yep. behind them and the, it, i think the international flavor is really what saved them going international mm-hmm. uh, i think that was a big deal but i agree fire. all that money yeah all that money absolutely i want to bring uh that's just the money it's the exposure too yeah right right do you guys, it's just about top of the hour. I want to bring JP in for a minute. And our guest is going to come here in a minute. What's up, JP? What's up, man? Thanks for joining us. What up, not JP? To guess you guys, not the guest you guys have been uh, you know, waiting for, but uh, it will do, right? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Our, our guest is here. I can uh, just tell you know, um, he's working on his... Had. He's working on his microphone so or on his uh, device. So he's in here, but I can't put him on yet. So... Uh, it's just going to be any minute, everyone. We're going to have them in. So there we go. Well, real I'm quick. Saying, uh, you ever... Yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say that, did like, he... just to follow up on, we were talking about the Triple H comments on that post uh, pay-per-view scrum. Uh, the one thing I'll give him credit for that I kind of laughed at was when they, somebody asked about, like, the Attitude Era. And he was like, I was in it. And some of that wasn't good. And, like, we all look back fondly at it. But, like, that was, like, the most honest thing I've heard him say. Like, I loved that quote. Because <laughs> some of that stuff really wasn't good. Yep. (laughs) What, like the Santa Claus stuff and all that? I remember that back in the day, but I loved it. I thought it was great back then. I don't know. I was was also a teenager. I think he was more referring to the backstage stuff during the Attitude Era, too. The way people were treated, some of the things the boys were doing, uh, all the lifestyle, living the life, brother. Like, I'm sure he was talking about that, too. Now... That's why I say Nova was probably about 10 or 15 years too early. He would have fit right in now with video games and nutrition and all that. That's what those guys do now. But uh, Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, while we're waiting for our guests, let me show you real quick. Uh, we have, we're going to have someone added to, uh, I mentioned it last week, Pat Dynamite debuts. Check this out. Beautiful to watch the sunrise. See the dark explode with light. <laughs> so put that together for him. He's a a py- the pyromaniacal Wiley E. Coyote of Spo Wrestling. <laughs> but uh so that's gonna be on the uh, 18th. Tickets are now available, and don't forget everyone that buys advanced tickets, every time a door breaks in the door match, we're gonna give out a retro video game system to someone that had a uh, advanced ticket so without further ado we're going to bring on our guest everybody drum roll please i'm going to sort of sit this one out and just sort of watch donnie and jp i think you're going to want to take the uh Uh all right three (laughs) two one hey Hey. (laughs) the rose what's up what's going on man talk about talk about a big letdown huh 
<laughs> Stop it. <laughs> nah, man, this is great. Not for me. Uh, What's up, great Giovanni? You great to see you guys. Yeah, You too, brother. This is you great, too. Man. So real quick, before we get talking, I got some pictures I got to show, brother. Oh, so boy. here it is. The heart throbs. There they are. You got to remember, bro. Now, this, I think, is the best picture you ever took. Ready? Look at that, guys. That's definitely that that's definitely awesome. one of my favorites. Yeah, for sure. Smacking Roddy Piper. You are probably the best, the most in shape man on the planet at that exact moment in time, I think. <laughs> it was, uh, oops, sorry. Uh, definitely, uh, de definitely one of my favorites. That's for sure. Yeah. And then this I is couldn't recognize been... Piper at first because he must have smacked him so hard there. His <laughs> face was melting off. <laughs> Here's what you're doing with your time now. Look at them checking it, staying at the stadiums and everything. And yeah, I'm, I'm officially, uh, I'm officially starting. Oh, Batman. Yeah. I'm officially starting a, a stadium tour this year. So I'm going to hit all, all 30 stadiums, hopefully. And I'm going to try to spread it out over across maybe 10 years or so. So I'm start, I'm officially starting this year, even though I've, I've well, been wow, to many stadiums awesome, already. Yeah. That's real awesome, man. Al Getz did that. Alan Barry did that a few years ago. He did that. He went to all 32 stadiums. Yeah, bro. That's it's, awesome. It, it, it's something fun to do. Get to see the country and uh, I get to take my daughter yeah. with me. So, so Giovanni, I, I brought JP in here because he's got something I want you to hear. Go ahead, JP. You got to tell yeah, me. Yeah, man. So my dad and I used to go to Northeast wrestling shows all the time growing up all over Rock County. So that picture of you uh, slapping Rowdy Piper, I probably, you know, seen that, uh, you know, just man it brings back so many memories uh like i've seen you so many times uh through you know spring valley uh suffering uh i mean i'm just going on right now because it's just like if i had to be honest you're the reason why i got into wrestling as soon as i did uh just going up to your gimmick table and everything like that um and just you know seeing what it's all about up in person you know you were one of the guys who i just uh you know had my eye on because straight off your run in wwe it was just like you know not too many people at that time were, you know, doing indies and making a name out of themselves outside of, uh, you know, just coming off a run like that. So uh, I just, you know, just want to, you know, say what's up and, uh, you know, just, well, again, I had to be honest, man. It was, uh, it was cool to, you know, just see all that in person and, uh, you know, made a difference. Right before, bro. It really did, man. It really did. Uh, that was one of the last shows in Spring Valley, uh, Northeast Wrestling Spring Slam in 2014. Uh, you guys, you wrestled uh, Just Star, and I just remember right before your match and everything, uh, the meet and greet, just trying to get some advice, and you gave me some advice, and a few uh, weeks later, wound up breaking in. So, appreciate all that you've, uh, you know, done. Well, I, I I appreciate all you saying that. I, I, <laughs> I, I don't get that a lot, so <laughs> the fact that you, you say that uh, means a lot. And honestly, I do 1000% remember every interaction I had with you. Um, and I do remember you asking for advice. I do remember, um, you, you know, your family and your dad as well. And yeah. I told Johnny and Johnny can say this, that when he reached out, I think we just kind of messaged each other a couple months ago. And I was like, dude, I'm so proud of, of those guys because I remember them when they were when they were coming up to the gimmick table and, you know, they were just trying to break in and now you guys are big stars and you're only on the rise. And I'm just so proud of you, man. You should be so proud of yourself. And I Thank can't you. wait to see 
how far you guys are going to go. And you're only going to be limited by, you know, your, your, your vices. So just keep, you know, keep your head down and keep, uh, you know, keep working hard because, you know, like I said, you know, knowing and remembering you coming up to me and having those conversations. And I, I'm sure, you know, Donnie and Johnny could attest, you know, how many people come up to us over the years and say, I want to do this. What, do you, what can you do? And how many people actually follow up and how many people actually, you know, make it of themselves. But you were, you were one of those people that did, that did and, and are. And that's why I want to say like, no matter what happens, like you need to be really, really proud of where you are right now. And if you keep working hard, then you're going to be really proud of yourself for many years to come. Nice. Thank you. Thank you, man. That means a lot. Um, That's again, awesome. just, you know, all those interactions, you know, it really meant a lot to me. And, uh, you know, uh, just seeing you in person, everything, you know, taking, mm -hmm. you know, fitness and everything so serious, it just made me want to push harder um, over the years. And I owe it. I owe so much to you, man, for just, you know, giving me that advice and telling me to take everything serious, you know, in and out of the ring. So Good stuff, still applying man. that to this day, man. Donnie, you know, it's it... going to be, you know, it's going to okay. be even better when, it may have already started to happen or it may happen soon. There's going to be somebody coming up to you and asking you for advice. And then your head's going to spin because you're going to remember what you went through, you know, to get to that point. And you're going to be like, wow, now I'm this person. And then you'll be even more proud of yourself. And then you, you, it's going to want to push you to, to do greater things and push you to work even harder. Um, so just, you know, never, you know, the old adage cliches of, you know, never forget where you came from and never forget, you know, um, you know, what you had to do, you know, you're, you're going to have that moment and that moment is going to hit you and you're going to have either, you know, the biggest smile inside or you're, you're not going to be able to contain yourself and you're going to realize that, you know, all that hard work has paid off. Hell yeah. That's beautiful. Donnie, isn't this touching that we sat in the car at one of <laughs> Giovanni Roselli's first ever bookings? <laughs> While he was like talking to some girls or something and Nova and everyone was like, Hey, Roselli, like trying to kill his game. Cause we had to drive. We were ready to leave. <laughs> we can't. And now he's the going farther than all of us. My dad is still asking you about you, man. You know, Donnie, I don't know if you remember that actually, but when I got back in the van, Nova ripped into me for for real in front of Dreamer, and that was like the first time that I ever knew. And you know, Dreamer was you know doing the booking for ECW at the time, and and you know, yes, you're like you know, stupid me was was like you know, I, I was yeah, I was just trying to sign sign my eight by tens and stuff, and everybody else was in the van, and you know, me by third match, I'm trying to sell my eight by tens, and Nova ripped That's into so me, great. and it was. It was great because you were making them late to go nowhere. First right. time I ever nowhere. met Roselli, you you remember Roselli? You remember? I think you'll remember this. The first time I ever met you, it was in the airport. You and Chi Chi Cruz, we were flying to Pittsburgh for Jackie and yeah. Thomas, and we came around yeah. the corner. And I just remember you like put your mouth open, like, "Is this how the Indies are? Like, is this, <laughs> this is incredible. This is like my right. second match, and I'm getting flown somewhere. I'm getting paid a lot of money. I'm getting put up in a that's a story for another show. The whole Jackie Thomas thing. We'll tell it one day, but uh, yes, it, it was awesome. I remember just telling Roselli like, nah, it's not like this all the time, but uh, that's where right. I met him and Chi Chi Cruz and it ended in yes. a, a big dinner at a hibachi place. And oh yep. man, we had such great times, dude. And that's how, 
Oh, as soon as I met him, I knew I was going to book him for PCW, him and Rob Strauss and Damian Adams. And uh, yep. amazing that him and Strauss still look like a million bucks to this day, mm. man. Um, yep. Two just yeah. good human beings, bro. That's what I liked more than anything, that Giovanni was just a normal, good man. I mean, we all did indies and we had fun with it, but they grew up to be good human beings. Rob also and Damian Adams. Rob Echoes, yep. Good. Rob Echoes, Robbie Strauss. Yeah. Just good people. That's what I dug, man. Like, I, they didn't die of a drug overdose or kill somebody on the road or get in jail for robbery or all this, have nine kids from nine different women. All this dumb bullshit that these guys <laughs> fall into bar. these traps. I'm just saying, bro, this is like I an know. actual normal successful man post wrestling. Like, oh my God, it's real. It can happen. So I just want to thank you, bro, and, for, and, for everything. Yeah. And and since we're uh, in a thankful mood, I, you know, I obviously have to thank you because you know you're you gave me a lot of opportunities for PCW and you know the Moxie family and you know that was that was really fun. That was like my first real like like gimmick, you know, where I I, I felt like yeah. I was a part of a part of a company, you know, and not just uh, not just a, another name, you know, randomly on the bottom of a of a sheet, you know, that and that was really fun for me to. Um, to do that and you know rob cool. is yeah <laughs> and rob rob is still doing his thing and you know damien adams has turned into one of the best wrestling instructors yeah. in, the, in the country so it's like yeah, you know i'm crazy? happy that i'm you know i'm happy that they're still you know successful and, and they're still doing their thing um as well but but thank you for you know mm-hmm. all those opportunities you gave me you know early on as well and what was it vandal uh you know all those guys yep. uh were, you know, we're uh, great. Preston. Mike, Mike, Mike Preston and, and Vandal mm-hmm. and all those guys, you know, yep. we, we have, we have you to thank, uh, thank a lot for that. Uh, thank you, brother. That means a lot. It was a great time in my life. I had so much fun with it and I'm more happy that all of us went on to be successful grown men, adult men with families of our own. And we escaped the wrestling tragedies. We're not going to be on fucking dark side of the ring anytime soon or none of that nonsense. And, uh, that's what I'm more of a fan of, that you guys all took the lessons and fun times you had in PCW and went on to, to great, successful lives. I'm very happy to see that. And not to and not to take a huge left turn, but I, I, I'd be remiss if I do not say that the banter that you and your brother have about football <laughs> on Facebook is without a doubt one of the only reasons why I'm still on social media. <laughs> and and it's, it's to me, it's, it's can't miss, like, I, I look forward to every Sunday just looks, hearing what Mike and Donnie Bucci have to say. And it's I can't even put into words how entertaining I find you guys. So I just have to thank uh, you thank for you. Uh, well, for him. all that. Yeah, it's easy. Every year he's the same broken record. The Dallas Cowboys are going to win. And this clown, I predicted KC and San Fran going to Super Bowl before the season started. He predicted Dallas and Cincy. Uh, who was right? <laughs> just, just, just the way that, just the way that both of you, even, even when someone tries to corner someone else, you figure out a way to, <laughs> to work around. It's, it's, it's fantastic. It's so human chess. Yeah, we enjoy yes. it. Yes, yes. But uh, we, you were always one of our favorites. Nova always, had, Nova, you know, pulling back the curtain. He had a lot of input on the PCW roster uh, for guys that could look like a million bucks, and we, we were interested in stars back then, guys. Even if they weren't the greatest, I wanted guys who had potential to be stars. And uh, you definitely fit the bill, bro. I was, as is evidence to you were hired. So, I mean, yep. you stood out, man. Even when, Rob, you know, seeing Damian, him in person. Yeah, and, you know, the only guys Nova, on the show you know, stand out like that. 
you know, Nova, mm-hmm. Nova took care of me. So I moved to OVW without a contract. Um, and I was just, you know, waiting tables in the contract class, you know, and I was one of those guys that were like, I'm just going to go to every single class. Even if I don't participate, I'm going to sit and watch and I'm going to go to every single show. Even if I don't get booked, I'll help set up the ring. I'll do this. I'll do that. Um, and you know, I remember my, my first day in OVW was, was a weekend and there was a Sunday show and I wasn't, I wouldn't, I didn't even go to one OVW practice yet. And Nova was booking the Sunday show and Nova booked me as the opening match on that Sunday show. And I was just like, (laughs) wow, man, you know, he took, you know, he, he took care of me, you know, from the, you know, from the beginning. And I'm, I was, you know, obviously I was so happy to see, you know, what he did. And I, I, we, we were on the road a little bit together when he was Simon Dean and that was fun to be on the, you know, um, be on the road with him as well and, and see him do the Simon Dean gimmick. So. Damn. Yeah. I would have loved to have been in that locker room with you guys. That sounds awesome. And Johnny, uh, I mean, since we're going around, I mean, I'm, you know, and I really mean this, like, I'm so proud of you where you are right now in your life and your career and you know, how all of a sudden I'm, I'm seeing, seeing Johnny pop up everywhere and how you resurrected the back seats and, you know, what you've, what you've done with your life and yourself. And, you know, you should be really, really proud of yourself too. We all go through stuff, man. Uh, We all go through stuff and, you know, I'm, I'm happy that you're happy and I'm happy that you're in a place where, you know, you get to mentor, you know, the new, the new back seats and, you know, you get to stay in the wrestling business and do your thing. And, you know, I was really happy to see, uh, you know, really happy to see you doing so well. And it's great to connect with you after all these years, you know, we probably, there was one point where we probably never even communicated for, you know, 10 or 12 years. And now here we are, you know, talking again and, you know, talking like, like we can recollect every single thing that we ever, you know, ever did with each other. So, yeah, it's so true, man. I, the, the lady that booked us in, uh, in, uh, Pittsburgh found me through a website. I had, it was johnnycashmere.com. This was, I was in college. It was 98, 99. And she hits me up or 2000 and, you know, just because she liked my picture, didn't even have any <laughs> clips of wrestling or anything. That's yeah. how she found how, it. How do you think I got That's true? <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah. But I remember a few months later, she says, oh, we got another guy coming and she shows me you. I'm like, what do we need this guy for? <laughs> like, I was all like upset. Like, this guy's bigger than me. He's better looking. He's in shape. Like, come on, man. I got all upset. And then you ended up being awesome. And I felt all guilty. And I was so starstruck, starstruck. I was like, I'm going to be on the show. I'm going to be on a show with the back seats and Donnie B. I was like, I'm not ready for this. I, like, and I, how I, am I going to go on after them? How could I go on after them? That's impossible. Like, I never knew. So I would have awesome. never known. No, nah, you hit it well, bro. You were consummate pro, bro. But, you know, bro, just she to, had an eye for talent. Say, yeah. Say what you want. Jackie had an eye for talent. Nova, yep. Kazarian, Kichi Cruz, Roselli, Johnny Trent, Chris Daniels, Hamrick, Vandal, Preston. Think about it, dude. Everybody she booked, yeah. b- brought into Pittsburgh was a goddamn home run hitter. Every single yeah. one of them. And yeah, I used all of them. Yep. Yeah, they yeah. were awesome, bro. Just great times, man. Again, I'm so happy that you're just alive and well and succeeding in life, succeeding in life and just... It's, it brings a smile yeah. to my face when I see a guy from yesteryear uh, just excelling in, in every aspect of life. I'm so happy to see. Hell it. yeah, man! Still Hell killing yeah. it, man. Mm. Well, yeah. I, you know, I, I appreciate that. You know, sometimes, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. You know, you say like, you know, uh, you know, I, I'm still 
fairly involved in the wrestling business, but not too often anymore. But it's like, oh man, sh should I have tried to do it for longer? Should I still, should I be working more? And it's just like, you know, I, I, I need to be grateful for what I did uh, and grateful that I, that I didn't fall into any of the traps and the vices that most of, yes. most of the, most of the people that we've seen, um, you know, did. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, nice, nice memories. And, you know, I have a, you know, six, six and a half year old daughter that uh, eventually I'm going to have to explain why daddy was dancing around with a pink feather boa. Um, but, you know, that, that, that'll probably, you know, if that's the worst thing I have to explain to her, then that's probably yeah. a good thing. Uh, you're going to put her through college. She'll be, she'll yeah. be happy, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Dude, you're, you, everything you just said about me, I got to say back to you, you are successful and I can tell that you are happy. And it just makes me happy to see it, man. So God bless. And if you want to get involved in wrestling, my God, this is, this is where we, this is it. You're here. You fit in here like a puzzle piece, bro. So yeah. just let us know. Well, I'll, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be happy to have that discussion. If you guys were, you know, whatever, in, in whatever capacity you, you, you know, you would, you would want me in. I'd be, oh, I'd yeah. be happy to, I'd be happy to work with you guys again. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be fun. It'd be phenomenal. That's man. awesome. And I didn't, mean to even ask you that like i'm not trying to put you on the spot I, that yeah, just came I, I wasn't i wasn't Hell yeah. yeah i wasn't coming on ex expecting it and i'm trying to be like yeah let me come on this to try to get some <laughs> get, 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 try to get Z'd out of this you know <laughs> get jackie on the phone get jackie on the phone <laughs> yeah brother that's it table for eight uh, it was all right times man good stuff guys um before we go i do want to show you this though that you do your batman stuff i that think it's awesome, awesome. Um, this is you with the kids. I put this over already a few weeks ago. Now, I don't know if you know or not, but I'm a Batman. You know, I had Burt Ward knighted me a Batman in the middle of the ring, bro. <laughs> That's awesome. So, you know, yeah, I, I had, I had a, I had a friend of mine, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm heavy into, you know, being very involved with my, with my child and I'm on, you know, the, I'm on the, the, the peewee prom committee. I'm on the carnival committee. I'm a room parent and I, you know, yeah. crazy enough, like I'm one of the only males that are in this. Cause most of the time that's a mom job, right? The moms yeah. do this, yeah. but I said, I want to be involved in as many things as possible. And I want to be involved with my daughter for her to know that, you know, she's, she's got a dad that cares about her more than anything in the world. So with that being said, I had some parents that were like, Hey, our son loves Batman. Would you mind? Would you mind being Batman? Like, could you do it? I'm like, could I do it? Of course, I. You know, of course, I do it. <laughs> um, and then I was like, well, you know, after I did it, I was like, well, you know, feel free to spread the word if I could ever do it again, or you know, uh, you know, I'd be happy to uh, happy to do it. I I went to a costume place and I said, give me the best Batman costume you got, and you know, as we know through wrestling. You know, a lot of things we do is we like to make kids happy, right? We like to yep. we like to make we like to entertain people. So, <laughs> I mean, I never yep. thought, you know, uh, growing up that I'd be uh, one of those, uh, you know, costumed uh, characters at a at a seven year old birthday party. Uh, but you know, it's 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 interesting to see what you know what what life has taken us and and the skills that we've uh, obtained over the years. That uh, you know, yeah. you know, I was the shy I was the shy kid. In, in class, I used to pretend that I was sick so then I wouldn't have to do the presentation in front of the class, wow. you know? And, and I have, I, that was in high school and college. I was terrified to speak in front of people 
in high school and college. And I would, I would fake a cough and I would try to get out of all these public speaking engagements. And now, you know, and, you know, you know, think about, you know, the stuff that I had to, you know, go through and, and I was in Madison square garden and I was in doing this and Batman and, you know, it's just, it's been, it's been a wild ride and, and you guys were part of it and you guys will always, you know, I'll never forget you guys, any of you guys. And, you know, it's, it's, it's been great to reminisce a little bit. Yes, thank you, brother. Thank you. Anyone yeah, else have anything you. they want to say before hmm. we end this? I am I going to, to end again this. soon. Yeah. Um, yeah we talked about Batman. I got to say real quick, I got the Burlington city Batman. This is, this guy's real. He's coming to the show on he's, the 18th to meet and greet with the kids. He's looking a little thick. Yo, that's a big costume. <laughs> that so ain't anyway, so he's that coming. ain't Roselli in that costume. <laughs> that one ain't Roselli. No. But so I want to end with this, Roselli. You're going to see a clip. This is so fitting of me in the ring from PWU. Um, we'll end with this. All right, guys. Here goes. Wait a minute. Who is <laughs> Batman and Robin, the Fort Wonder and Trent Acid. Johnny Cashmere and the, the boy runner Jimmy Clydesdale and Trent Asik coming to the rescue of Eddie Kingston while being beat down from John McChesney and Luke Hawks the Southern Stopper. That's right, there he is, the Boo Batman. Mr. Eddie Kingston, you, sir, deserve to be on television. Do you think they want some free Batman cards? Eddie. Why don't you help us out? Dig in. Let's hear it, people. Uh-oh. Sit down, Nate, sit down. Hey, this is cool. It's like being a kid again. We're not, you don't put that in your pocket. Hey, shh. No one needs to know. Small. Ready? Same bat time. Oh. There you go. Same channel. See two of the original Pro Wrestling Unplugged stars go face to face on February 18th for Spo Wrestling.